Hello, and welcome to Carnival Personnel's Sideshow. I'm Jacques. This is Biff. So today's Sideshow, I've been looking forward to for a while. Um, I've known this guy for a few years now. Very funny individual. Very nice individual. Has a job that not many people go to school for or, or, or really go out of their way to to get into the industry. But at one point or another, all of us use this uh, these services. Um, and with that said, I'm going to bring on our pal Matt. And Matt, say hello to the nice people. Good evening. Now say hello to the assholes. <laughs> <laughs> hello, assholes. And, and what is – and I don't even know what is the job – title uh i am you know um i'm the dwight Schrute of the funeral service industry i'm the assistant to the director <laughs> i'm i'm just i am the number two in you know my dad has the licenses my dad's the the muscle my dad knows what he's doing and i am directly involved in an unofficial capacity and this is a third generation funeral correct well, if you want to count me, I'm not a licensed <laughs> director. I just work here. The money's good, and uh, it's a good arrangement for me at this time. So, so right off the bat, talking to Matt just over the last couple of weeks with another project we're working on, you know, things have come up in conversation. Like he was 13 years old the first time you had to go collect a body. Uh, yeah, right around there, right around 13. And that's not unusual for people who uh, parents are the director. Uh, 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 Biff, how old were you the first time you had to go recover a body from somebody's home or crash site and take it to your, your you know, your basement? Did, did we lose Biff? Did we lose Biff? Uh, I'm back. Okay. So, so do you hear me ask that, Biff? I just asked. I just heard the very last part. You may have to edit and redo this portion because my internet's fast. Uh, uh, Biff, how old were you the first time you had to go pick up a dead body and bring it back to your basement? <laughs> well, are you talking about the time that I actually had to drive the car to, or just you know be part of the? Uh... No, come on. What are you talking about? Of course not. <laughs> so that, love up and do it. Uh, so you know, Matt and I were were trying to work out a couple of comedy bits and I, you know, was talking about X, Y, Z, forget how we, we actually got there. Then we were just talking about life. I talked about when my mom-in-law passed away at our house and it was a wonderful thing. She was here on hospice, you know, her boyfriend of 30 years and my sons were there. And then a couple hours later, the dudes come and get the body. And it's like one of those things you never really think about. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. This, this, this former person can't stay here forever. Now, I did pitch, honey, you know, the, the, the freezers are about 75, 80 bucks. You know, a good year or two, we can keep that gravy rolling from Social Security. Uh, we could have some. Well, you know, by, by saying fridge, I know that you didn't go for the cycle method because I think that was a different method. Little, little bit, you know, but yeah. like we got a pool, we can, we can, we can burn here, <laughs> but no, but seriously, the temperature in a wine cellar is all wrong. The, the, the night my mom-in-law passed away. It's, it's, it's surreal. Unfortunately, people deal with it. We all deal with it at one point, but like I said, it was as nice as it, those things can be. Uh, it, it was, 
It was great for the boys to be there and also see that it's okay. But then it really hit me when these guys, and I don't mean this derogatory at all, Matt, but they looked like the guys you would expect to come get a puppy. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> you know, from, from a folks, house. Right? And, and I'm like... We're taking it to the funeral home, not to the Merrimack River, right? Just, just to be clear, we're we're all on the same page here. But then when I was talking to Matt about that, he goes, yeah, the first time I had to do that, you know, I was a kid. And I'm like, what? We, we, what? It's a- and people, like, it's kind of funny because, like, there's a moment when, like, so if you're not on hospice, and it doesn't have to be suspicious or anything, people just call the police. So, like, it's it's a known thing that this person's passed away. And there's a policeman there and it's you and your dad. And my dad's a good sized guy. So when he goes in first, he gets, he looks and sees uh, what angle we're going to take with the stretcher and what have you. And he comes back out and gets me and I go in and I'm 13. (laughs) And there's like, and like no one wants to, you know, like, you know, I'm there in an official capacity. Like I'm, I'm there to do my job. And everyone kind of like, looks at each other and the policeman kind of looks at them and they look at my dad and they look back at me and, I, and they're kind of like how old is this guy and it's kind of and i'm like but to me it's like well you know like uh i think we're past that i'm here i have my gloves on and uh we're grabbing the sheet so get out of the way and <laughs> we're doing our thing you know so biff at one point or another you've had you know your two sons were 13 under your watch under your roof would you have asked either of your sons at 13 to get your gross smelly hockey bag out of the back of the car after a Friday night? And would you well, trust them to get it from, from the back of the car into the garage at 13? Well, you know, that's a different story, right? Because I mean, so, so if they screw up, what's the worst that they can do, right? They drop hockey equipment. I'm thinking that, you know, I mean, I know that the, the, you know, the person's not going to feel it, but I'm just thinking that like dropping a person, you know, is probably not a good thing, right? I mean, that's a yeah, bad look. Yeah. The, the, the stakes can be kind of high. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it, but that's it. Right now, my oldest kid is 13, and I hesitate sometimes asking him to go get the second round of groceries out of the car because, well, yeah. see, groceries you don't want to drop. Well, not, <laughs> right. I'm not worried about the dropping part. He'll be fine, but like he'll forget to close the back of the hatch, and then I'll go oh, out in the right. morning, and there'll be a family of raccoons living in there. But, but you know, Matt's telling me this, and and look, the world has changed, of course. You know, Biff and I have talked about this. Matt and I have talked about this. I'm 12 or 13, and my neighbors. You know, dad would get Bruins tickets. And and he and I, me, me and my buddy would walk the mile to the train station that took you right into North Station, watch a Bruins game, and take the last train out at like 11, 30, 12 o'clock on a school night, a half hour home and walk home. And I can't imagine my letting my boys do that now, but I also can't fathom. It's like, okay, get in the car. We got to go pick up somebody's grandma and, and carry him out of the house. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. Have you, uh, question, I, I just wrote down a couple questions. Matt, have you ever actually dug a grave? No, that's um, that's outside of our bounds. That's somebody else's job entirely. Now, is it? I mean, for my dog, sure. <laughs> is it? <laughs> well, first of all, like, you know, Matt has talked about it. Um uh, you want to talk about how you're portrayed in the cinema, man? Oh my goodness gracious! Let me tell you, Jacques. It's um, let's see. In the long history of 
let's just keep it to American media, things that people are familiar with. I am the little guy that dies at the beginning of My Girl. I'm the guy, <laughs> right? My Girl? Yep. Uh, let's. What's the one that you guys were talking about? Night Shift, which is Night a Shift, yep. swell portrayal. And um, the big one is um, the HBO one, not HBO, Showtime. Um, Six uh, Feet Under? Uh, uh, Six feet under. That was HBO, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, six feet under, which you know, everybody's mixed up in. all oh, who is texting at this hour? They, um, they, uh, you know, it's or you know, just like the ancillary people in other series in that are like when they go have a funeral episode or something. You know, it's always like lurch in the background. <laughs> it's always you know, and just the the stories that get out in general are always salacious. It's always someone did something with this, someone did something with that. And it's never in a negative, you know, it's never, you know, local funeral director does fine job. (laughs) Right. That's not going to get a headline. So it's, and it's always right before you're about to ask a girl out that it's like, Oh, so-and-so had eight limbs in a storage unit in Methuen. Like, Oh, awesome. Thank you for that. Like, (laughs) don't let that die down before we give her a call. And it's, it's true. It's like, yeah, Michael Keaton was at the top of his game when he got the job, but it's not like you're usually portrayed by George Clooney. Right. I don't get a lot of Mike Keaton. Right. And no. what about, so, so you haven't dug any of the graves, but no. it, is it wrong to say most of the grave diggers you've encountered in your career is a stereotype pretty good? Are they, are they, are they, um, dug, you know, to, you, you need a certain mentality as my the the good one to and as things have transitioned obviously um it's not a secret that um cremation's really taken over and like so there's you know more of that and my good friends at the crematory that we use looks right at me one day and he just says it's not like we can pretend we're doing something else <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. you know like what a line right well i mean that's the that's the th- i think that there was um a new story regarding like, you know, LA is big on air quality management and there was some kind of an exemption on the air quality uh, because, you know, during the height of the, you know, the COVID, there was so much cremation going on. So that you're, you know, that's the, oh. that's that kind of that wacky. Yeah. You can't hide it. So, and just, yeah. Okay. Not Next what I wanted one. to hear that that's what's polluting our air, but okay. Thanks. <laughs> it's something, right? So the interesting thing with Matt's career in Matt's industry, aside from the career itself, you mean? Yeah, it's aside a, from you know, the, aside from the everything incidents I'm faced with. Aside from the everything, but when we dealt with this a couple of years ago, it's the first time that we dealt with it. So usually, it's a spouses that have been together for a long time. One of the two spouses, you know, ceases to be, and that remaining spouse has to do the heavy lifting to make mm-hmm. this stuff happen. But then when that person dies it's one of their kids and i thought that i thought the first time somebody calls a funeral home is probably you know when when somebody calls a funeral home what percentage of it is the first time that they're calling you know it's it's yeah i would say that that varies pretty greatly and um it do call for future reference they'll just show up that's really rude to expect people to just be around that does happen and um and some people knock there's a big thing that says buzzer and they don't press the buzzer and then they call angrily and say that no one was here, which is great. <laughs> thanks a lot for that. And they, um, uh, as far as that goes, I, I mean, it, there's something about, I would have to say that everything before going into any service is completely random. It, the, it varies so greatly. 
the between age and uh, cause and uh, remaining survivors, um, the disputes between the remaining survivors, they uh, it it varies very greatly. So I would say um, I some people haven't ever called before, but they usually would defer to someone that has. I would say it's um you know you know another thing that with your profession do the services range like really greatly from really somber which i imagine most are have but do you ever have the something from the movie the irish wake where it's an full-on party party straight uh new orleans down the street with the trombones (laughs) yeah yeah i mean the the funny thing is and that's another there's the the one thing that I would attach to it as a property of funeral service is random. Like you just you just don't know, right? Like there's these people, the most devastated people that I've ever seen in person. The woman was a hundred and four years old. Okay, her name was Metabeth. She outlived everyone that used her name, and these people were shattered. <laughs> like they couldn't, they couldn't believe holler wailing, and like you know, everybody's you know, I'm not picking on them. I'm just saying everybody's different. But it's like you know, she had a pretty good shake, you know. <laughs> and they were like that, and there's other people, you know, you know, it's you know, who aren't you know, the average males like I think North America is like seventy for. Um, I think it's gone up My to like 74. Low, low 70s, yeah. And it's like some people are totally like, yeah, you know, they lived a full life and they did what they were going to do. And you can't underestimate, this is kind of a sad thing to say, but like death comes as a friend to some Like if you're suffering horribly, you know, some people are glad that it's over and they don't have to put up with that anymore, you know? No, I, like yeah. Yeah, we, we've all seen those something cases. something that, you know, a lot of people don't want to admit. But like death can come as a friend to people, like for sure. No, I, I've made it clear to my family uh, and, and to many of my close friends. It's like, hey, if I'm in this state, God gave us pillows for a reason. That's right. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, you know, I, I mean, honestly, if, if you know, you know that if I'm going to use a pillow, you know, where I'm going to get the pillow, don't you? Yeah, I do. I understand. You know where I'm going to get the pillow. Because you're a mean person. You're you're not a good, like, you know, some, some deaths come as a favorite and the other people around them too, Matt. Don't forget. That's also applicable. Um, but, with, but so one of the interesting things that, again, I wouldn't have even thought of when we had to deal with this for the first time with, with my mom-in-law, we live right on the New Hampshire border. And... What's interesting is from state to state, the different laws you have to, you know, because mm-hmm. because we, we thought at one point, it's like, if this is our forever home, maybe we should start burying the family legally. You know what I mean? Like, you right. know, a, a, a little fa- But you can't do that in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't you can't have a family plot on your on your property. And nope. but in New Hampshire, it's funny. Five miles away in New Hampshire, you can, but you have mm-hmm. to have this site, the casket. You have to have X, Y, and C in place. Yep. In Vermont, and then it's a weird thing. Vermont's only like an hour from here. I think the law, and you might know it better, is you you just have to wrap them in wicker or something like that. I'm not super familiar with our friends of the Green Mountain State, but if someone was to have a different policy, uh, I would put them – uh, in the front row <laughs> as a front runner for that. Yeah, yeah. There, there are some states. Where we have a ton up there. You don't need. You don't need to put them in a box. You can just wrap them in this. But it is in this state. What are some of the laws 
that people are surprised when they hear it. Like, do you have to have socks on? I don't know about that. I mean, it makes no difference to them. I can tell you that much. They, um, uh, being vaulted, having the, the gasket has to go in a vault. I think a lot of people are just surprised by that. Um, which is like the casing that it goes into the ground that the casket goes into, then it gets sealed. And it's like, um, and the, and like the, the depth, I think some people think that like six feet under is a joke. Like that's not, no, like that's a real thing because in the day, uh, that's the depth at which you wouldn't be smelt and dug up by a predatory animal. So that's like, that's a real thing. Like six feet under is a real thing. And they, what's up? That's interesting that they actually yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. that. But because you always think about the trial and error. <laughs> right. Like, you know, the, there had to be somebody that was five and a half and they were like, shit, it's not deep enough. The coyote's going down the road. And, and they, um, <laughs> we, um, so you have to be vaulted and like everything else is more um, paperwork. It's just, it's not all that compelling. <laughs> but uh, now, I, I, and again, I, I should have done some research, but why start a bad habit now? But can you bury somebody nude? Can somebody be buried nude? Or do they have to have clothes? Are, are you I mean, cremated with clothes on? I don't know any of these things. As far as I know, that's not a, there's nothing regulatory in that regard. And have you ever had a body twitch on you? Uh, No. <laughs> Okay, like like you know, like you show up in a place. That's, that's and like, a fair story, maybe. Wing of mortis like sets in, and all of a sudden the person's arm shoots up. That's that's a that's an off air story, I would say. Are you gonna start going into other like just rent? Like, have you had these like little you know midget creatures carry bodies in the dark of the night into a <laughs> back of a hearse of a, a creepy dark man? You know, that, that like, was once. That was once, and Netflix didn't make a big enough offer, so no one's getting that story. <laughs> have yeah. Have you had like, like a funeral where you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" The, the first thing that you said when you said New Hampshire, the only thing I could think of, and this was like, oh, I had to be in high school. I was like 15, so it wasn't like in the super gotcha era of the internet. So we're talking like 15 years ago. Oh Christ, <laughs> getting old, and they. Um, and I remember it like it was yesterday. This woman, right? It's a long ride from where we are into New Hampshire and back. So we went somewhere to pick someone up out of state in New Hampshire. And we had to get them. And we have to bring them back, right? It's a long ride. We had to stop. We had to stop and go to the bathroom, right? And we alternated who was going to the bathroom. Like we stopped at the rest stop and we alternated who was going to the bathroom, right? This woman comes over in a rage, in an absolute rage about us stopping and having a body in the hearse. I was like, man, like what? And she's like, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to do that. She's taking pictures. She's taking pictures of the license plate. I'm gonna report you to the board, blah, blah, blah. And my father goes, go ahead. Like, what are you gonna tell them that we stopped to take a piss? Like, I don't know. Like, what, like, this isn't, like, what are you talking about? Like, you're talking about nothing. Like, I don't know, people really overreact about stuff sometimes. And it's just like, I don't, I don't know if it's a maturity or what, like, I'll never forget her. I could see her right now. I could pick her out of a lineup tonight. <laughs> she was in such a rage about us stopping in the hearse to, to urinate. I, I'll never, I'll never get to the bottom of that one. I was talking to Matt the other day and I said, hey, we were trying to schedule this. And he's like, yeah, we might be on call because I 
and it makes perfect right sense. Now. Right. He said he might have to cancel. It makes perfect sense, but it's something I wouldn't have ever thought of that there's competition. There's only X amount of funeral homes and X amount of, you know, merchandise to go around. And so there's competition. But at the same time, if if Matt's family, it's a family-owned business, goes on vacation, who's going to pick up? And they're contracted to pick up somebody from here. So you guys have this little organization, this little, you know, collective where you yeah. – Direct competition all help each other out because like my sister's getting married in June. So like, we're not going to be here. We're going to new, you know, new Bedford where she lives. And, um, so someone's going to have to cover for us because we're not, obviously we're going to be indisposed for, for that time. And it's always like the funny thing. Like if you need to like, this is a mean thing to say, but like, if you really don't need a call, like get tickets to something, or like, do you know when someone dies, Biff? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I actually dealt with it with, with my mom. So, yeah. Did, did yeah. your mom die five minutes before the Super Bowl? Happens <laughs> <laughs> every year. Uh, <laughs> like, they're so excited about the Super just, Bowl. Just sitting down and what? And then I was like, ah, oh, here we go again. Can but you wait till halftime? I'm not a big weekend really, fan. You know, that's that's the dice roll of the game. Yeah. That's, you know, the rest of the time, nothing's going on. That, that's definitely the strangest thing about all of it is just the zero to 60. It's like, nothing's going on. Nothing's going on. Nothing's going on. Then one phone call. Everything's blown yeah. up. Well, <laughs> Drop everything. You know, yeah. go deal with it. You know, certainly as a customer, there was things that I actually, you know, didn't think about where, and, you know, on one hand, it's kind of easy to say, well, it's like, you know, can't it wait? Because, like, it's not like the guy's going anywhere. But on the other hand, um, when when my mom passed on, uh, it was actually kind of late in the afternoon, and it was in, in New York City, and so uh, I had actually uh, uh, by then uh, the uh, we talked to the hospital and they said, you know what, you need to start making arrangements now, so you know what you're going to do. So I had the uh, the funeral home lined up and everything, and I called the guy and said, uh, you know, um, uh, after the uh, the nurse uh, pronounced my mother. Uh, um, I basically called the uh, funeral home and said, okay, well, you know, have the people over. And then they were actually dealing with, they were actually had picked up another body and they were stuck in rush, you know, rush hour traffic. Yeah, especially in New York. Right. 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 And so they're telling us things like, yeah, make sure you put the air conditioner up. And he's like, no, I mean, things that I wouldn't think of, but I mean, and obviously, right. you know, right, time, right. time does come into play. So mm-hmm. absolutely. of course. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the awful things in, and you can tell me or tell us if you've had to deal with this or if it's too much and you don't want to. Management, my wife's best friend, lives in an apartment you know, building. And I don't know, maybe there's like 18, 20 units. And uh, somebody's time has expired several weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And, and when they had to go and happen. get Yeah. And it was one of those things where... You know, no family, whatever. There was no wellness check, and, and right. This that's usually how that happens. Right, had expired weeks ago, and mm-hmm. it's this. Have you ever had to go pick one of these? Uh, you won't find anyone that hasn't, right? Because it's just that's the nature of it. Like you know, not everyone's on good terms with someone. Sometimes you just outlive all your friends, and if you were you don't have any children, you know, it's one of those things. You you know, and not you know. Have you ever had to put it on like a hazmat suit because it had expired so uh, badly? Yeah, there's this thing called COVID-19. 
haven't, oh, haven't heard about it. Tell oh, me about God. it. You haven't heard about that. Yeah, now I look like goddamn Walter White every time I leave my house, which is a lot of fun. Pre-COVID, did you? You're like, you're like scenes from Contagion. Yeah, like, basically. Like, yeah. Except wow. uh, our box office is going to be terrible. Yeah, well, you know. Once the theaters <laughs> open up, though. I heard. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> they, um, yeah, I mean, that you won't find anyone, Jacques, that hasn't had to do that. It's just... It's it's in the nature of that randomness. It's just there's all kinds of things can go right and all kinds of things can go wrong, and you just kind of you just got to go with it because that's that's the thing that you're saddled with. Not that you're even saddled with it. It's just like what I always compare it to is, you know, Unforgiven with yeah, Clay, right, right. Yeah. Will Money, and it's just like you know, sometimes you're the guy in the place and you don't want to do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you're the guy yeah. that's in the place so you've got to go do the thing uh, and that's kind of the mentality i always had about it and now, that and i like westerns now pre pre pre-covid did you ever have to hazmat up and go into a place oh yeah okay yeah, yeah. so that does happen it's it's a lot of fun <laughs> um man it's there's just so many uh does this help hurt hinder affect your dating life in any way Oh goodness. I was saying earlier about the girls and uh, you know, there's, there's the ones that uh, on, it's a non-starter for, they won't give you the time. Oh, that's weird or whatever. Da, da, da. And then there's the ones that are a little too into it. You know, you think the black lipstick would be a giveaway <laughs> and you know, <laughs> it makes a red flag for you, but there's like that subset of uh, girls that are just a little too interested in things. It, 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 so it, there's it, this dichotomy and you know, if you can find someone in the middle, you should, <laughs> and good luck with that. So the ones that <laughs> want want to hang around your work is kind of like a bit much. Right. Thankfully that has like there's like the like a lot of them talk tough and like oh I, or like they come in and they're like oh I want to be a funeral director and it's like oh you do okay and then they hear about it for an hour from someone that's actually done it they're like like that's for me but thank you for hearing me out <laughs> and that's men and women not picking on anybody so so the so the so the groupie factor is not that high yeah I'm, it's not anyone that you me personally would want to uh, contend with so you you're I'm sure some people do great you're third gen <laughs> you're third generation in on this what do you do you know what made grandpa say or grandma I, sh I should you know do you know what made you know the the starters of the funeral home say hey there's always going to be a need for this. It's that's you got it right there. It's a very stable business. It's it's extreme. It's been I make fun. Of, you know, I have fun with it because you have to laugh so you don't end up crying. <laughs> yeah. But it is given from 1976 to when my dad took over, when my grandfather passed away to now, like very stable life. It afforded my sister and I a lot, a ton of opportunities and. I, I would never say anything disparaging about it as an industry. Has there been um, a lot than, of, other than making jokes? Has there been a lot of free meals that come with this? <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Are you asking if I get invited to bereavements? Jack? Well, Matt was telling me because we were joking about it. Um, this is a true story. We, we, we were joking about it with you know the wedding crashers and the great when you find out that Will Ferrell's character has moved on from crashing weddings to crashing funerals. And Matt just looks at me. He goes, "Dude, you have no idea." They, um, there are people they, now in the day when the paper was the king. 
they would put the whole allotment for you know the service the church is here the cemetery is here at this time and then the bereavement meal is at x between whenever those days are over because there are people that would just go to the bereavement meals they would get the paper put on a suit or whatever and they'd have a couple details from the obituary it'd be like oh okay he was a yeah i knew him from the elks <laughs> they would just go they get an elks pin and one put it on a suit you know and go and and enjoy a nice bereavement meal <laughs> you know i used to think that to this, day, to this day people will call sometimes and say oh do you, do you think they're going to the restaurant after like, <laughs> it's you know, like I, I don't know if you're that good of friends you should know I used to work at a university and I used to think that, you know, there was these weirdos that kind of sniff out these meetings with meals and would just kind of show up at these meetings with meals. And, but yeah, okay. It's everywhere. That's pretty amazing. So, I mean, just in general, like what is like the kind of the, the, is the worst part, the actual, the stuff that you have to do, or is it more the, like the, the circumstance or the people or like just i mean is there are there things that are just you know what is what is the thing that you know as you get the phone call i hope it's not this or i, I hope the person is not this or whatever you know you hope it's not a 400 pound person on the fourth floor with no okay elevator. so the fair fair right right <laughs> that would be my primary but if it is it is it's just you know right. you figure out uh leverage and you know you there's right. always a way to do it and um uh, I would say the, the worst part is the no schedule. Like that really mm-hmm. is a bummer. Yeah. Like, oh, right when you're ready to do something, now off we go. Yeah. And it's like you know that can that can suck. And you know girls aren't so understanding about that either. When you have to cut out for that, and um, it was like, oh sure. It's like you can look at the the website tomorrow. Like you'll see. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> I really had to go. I'm sorry, but I gotta go pick up a lady. It's just yeah, like, like you don't. Yeah, not that way, right? <laughs> And, um, and honestly, um, everything else is just seasoning. Like, you know, every, you know, there's, you know, there's really, really, really bad days. Yeah. And, and the, there's people that you can't do anything for, you know, right. that, that's yep. the part that sucks. Cause mm-hmm. like, if, yeah. you lose, if you lose a kid, you know, if you lose someone that, you know, is, you know, in the prime of their life, right. In right. an accident yep. or something like that. Yep. And there's nothing you could do for that person. And that right. really, the only thing that makes them feel better is time. And you're getting them right in the wake of the worst moments of their life. Right. And so that's really difficult. I would say that that's, that's among the worst parts. Because yeah. It's just like, I know. And you just kind of look at them like, I know. Like, you know, you do what you have to do right now. I mean, it's in a, the end, it is a people business that you're Right. Doing. It is. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. So Matt was telling me, that you know we've already joked a little about covid that you've had some <laughs> non mask wearing incidents oh christ on ice let me tell you the vast majority of people have had no issue not a problem i feel like this is most places have had no issue like everyone we're all supposed to be in together right or so i was told and there was this this guy one time like this summer especially i don't know if it was the temperature and just people were just getting heated or people were getting shacked up for too long and they're just getting mad. But he literally, I mean, we were probably, you know, there's two points of contention is the capacity limits and the masking. And this guy 
was the only and i'm not exaggerating like because i have to pay attention because this is part of the deal he was of the 70 whatever people that we had at the service he was the only person who didn't have a mask on and he has the audacity to look back at me and say i'm being singled out <laughs> <laughs> you've been singling me out since i came in here and it's like yeah actually yes that is exactly what's happening because yep. you're the only person who's not compliant with what's going on and then the other thing that is just and like you know unreasonable people are unreasonable people like that guy i i don't know he like how do you how do you reason with that person yeah and the capacity it's like <laughs> got down in one of the phases and they come and they do your square footage and they tell you how many people you're allowed to have per service at a time fine not not in charge of it by the way not my decision i'm told how many it is and it was 40 whatever and you never think in your life that you're going to have a conversation with another adult about the number 47 right like this is the 47 47 just came in you're 48. When someone comes out, you can come in. And it's like, they just didn't get it. And they thought like, you know, I'm the, I'm the whatever cousin, whatever have you. And it's like, it's not negotiable. If the board of health person comes and we're over capacity, guess what's going to happen to us? Yeah. You know? And it's just like, I don't know how you could, there's people you know I, I think we see it more all the time it's just like there's like you can't negotiate with the person like no, they I, don't get it like I, they just plain don't get it i think 2020 has brought that to so many of us that oh it you know really, what? there's just so many people that and you just gotta pull the ripcord you know what i mean you, you know jam it's the brakes. Like, yeah That's there's it. ones you're just glad that it's over so and on a much lighter note i just want to add this as long as we're talking about uh Maybe maybe less bright individuals inconveniencing us. There was a time where we pull up to the cemetery, right? And you have to snake when you get into the cemetery when you have a lot of cars, which a snake is. You have to bend around, go up every every alley, every lane to get as many cars in and as close to the gravesite as possible. And I'm not exaggerating. It was the full casket. Full, so like if it was the urn, it wouldn't have mattered because you just open the side, take it out. And the, but the casket, you need room to operate. And this woman is the lead car. She's number one. Number one is right behind the hearse, right? And we get in to the cemetery and we snake around and we park adjacent to the gravesite and we carry over. And she blew right through, or we have one of our guys get out and throw up the, the stop so we have room to operate. She parks right on top of the hearse door and marks. And my father says, get out and get, 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 get her back. And I go over to her, knock on her window. She has no idea. She has no idea what's going on. I knock on her window and I said, ma'am, I need you to back up. And she rolls down her window. She says, what? I said, I need you to back up. She says, why? No, it's so a couple other questions. So when a homeless person dies, do, do you guys get called? What do they do with the bodies? trying to think how i would word this it's like the this it's like the medical examiner's office ends up with the them. coroner's office right right like, i know you know like the kind of coroner's office examiner, you know. call the coroner. yeah and they um it's it's it goes into uh like an indigent freezer and it's it's just until someone until it's resolved 
and and so do you guys ever get the call to go pick up or do they have their own is, I, is, is, is meat wagon the correct term i, forget. I mean i wouldn't say that but uh, <laughs> uh we uh, generally like they try and get contact information for these people and if not everything else is just up in the air until someone there you know uh provide there is a, a you get a, a fee from the state for i should say a payment from the state for doing those but um don't it's uh you know it, take, it takes time to go through all that someone has to claim it and and run it through do you ever get situations where um like somebody's like cultural requirements for managing a body you know might be challenging or might be even be in violation of you know codes or stuff like that Is, do those things kind of things come well up? the the um First Amendment, I would say, right. is a pretty wide blanket. So okay. any any violation would be subject to that. So it's not really a violation. It kind of okay. supersedes it. Um, and uh, you know, every, some faith traditions are uh, have longer services and have different preparations. But in the end, it's all pretty close. I would say, like okay. nothing's nothing's all that difficult in terms yeah. of. Um, execution, I would say. Have you ever had the service it won't end and you've had to do the you don't flash have to go lights. home but you can't stay here thing? <laughs> um, there's sometimes you want to flash the lights. They, um, there are, there's ones where um, the people ask to go home. Like it's supposed to be 6 to 8 and it's 10.30 and the wife or whoever is like goes over to the director and is like, yeah, tell them, tell them. we're leaving leaving. like this is it like i was here for as long as i could like i've been on my feet for four hours i'm going home like and there is a point of saturation right it's just like have um when you were talking when you were talking about the pallbearers have you ever seen like people fight over getting to be a pallbearer or have there been Um, bad pallbearer stories where you've seen it dropped not as much um because like uh the only thing with that is it's little in the middle, right? So you put the more physically capable people on the corners to support the distribution of the weight and little goes in the middle. And some people want a corner (laughs) that shouldn't be on a corner. And you know, you you ever see the end of the Titanic when it splits in half (laughs) tips and splits in half? Like we don't want that. We try to avoid that at all costs, obviously. We try to make it look good. And so like they generally get it for yeah. the most part, it's not meant as an offense to anyone. You know, it's just it's it's about uh, having the having the path of least resistance. I would say. So now that we're uh, we've been headed down this uh, you know stand up little thing uh, the last few weeks, how much material do you think over the next like you know six months? Do you think do you think you're going to have a Netflix special that is all? I mean, only like four albums worth. <laughs> <laughs> albums. <laughs> just, albums. Yeah. Remember albums? They uh, albums. <laughs> used to come on vinyl. Yeah, I think they, most of uh, <laughs> most of all four of our listeners, I think, are over forty. So super I think familiar with that format. Think, think, think we're good. <laughs> think, think yeah. we're good there. I mean, that would be if I ever got an hour on Netflix, Jack. Oh my God, wouldn't that be something? Uh, I mean, that's the goal now, right? I mean, it used to be HBO. No, now it's now it's a Netflix. <laughs> now, thing. now it's getting that hour on Netflix. But, but Netflix out of the Netflix. hour, how much of it would be uh, is, is mortuary, funeral home? It's definitely, um, if I was ever to quote unquote make it, 
that would definitely be my door to making it because I think it's very untapped. And I think yep. that not a lot of people are willing to talk about it or joke about it. So I think that that it would be uh, at least maybe, half of it. Maybe Anthony Jeselnik would talk about yeah. it. <laughs> but he's coming, he's coming from something, you know, he's talking about he's, margaritas he's and suddenly, the, you know, from the game, right? Right. yeah. Uh, and, and, so over and it's it's awful to say, but it's awful to ask. But you know, I don't have any manners, so I'll just ask: right. Has uh, has COVID been an uptick in uh, in your industry? Um, not not for us in particular, but I mean, you know, there's you know x amount of people dead. So and are no there way around, right? I mean, just you know, some places have you know done well. What's sure. what's interesting and weird when you go to a friend's house or a different walks of life and you find out there's trade magazines for almost everything and you're like there really is. there's a shop put weekly <laughs> you know and it's like do you what well, what are some of the the periodicals and i mean you, there's a there's one that has like funeral home listings like who's selling who's buying um and there's a lot of like trade periodicals i would say like this is the new barrister to put the casket on this is the and the, the caskets are big and urns have gotten huge. And um, the other thing that just, you told me when I started that it was- oh, whatever, be- whatever you did, Matt, you're, we can't hear you all of a sudden. Oh, okay. Can that you is- hear me now? Yeah. 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 Did you put your penis so, over the mic again? <laughs> <laughs> it was once. I told you. Relax. They, um, uh, so like there's trends in like, you know, products. Right? Like, and you know, right. and it's, it's not even a joke. I mean, seriously, there's- like what are, are we going smaller right now or like i mean it's just that people the majority of people don't care about having a big service with a big mm-hmm. mass and a yep. and a gravesite and everything people are happy with their urn and and being on a shelf somewhere and that's i don't begrudge anyone you know, not yep. every, you know things change and um the thing that baffles the only thing that ever baffled me and it totally took off from well, i remember when they came out i was just starting i was only a teenager and I remember thinking, like, this is the goddamn strangest thing I've ever seen in my life. There's things that uh, make jewelry out of thumbprints and earrings out of thumbprints. And that is, like, a huge industry now. Like, it totally took over. ton of people wow. into it. ton of people love it. But it's like, what do you do if someone compliments your earrings? Oh, thank you. They're my dead grandfather's thumbprint. They're- <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I also think, like, I've seen, like, jewelry where they put in pieces of the ashes, yep, the ashes inside. Yep. And, you know, and I, I could see yeah, that, I you know, that on a mantle, but as a piece of jewelry, I'm thinking, and I kind of get the sentiment, but, but at the same time, I'm thinking, I don't think I'm going to do that. No. no, actually. Not for everyone. That's for sure. Most, most of the cremations in my world revolve around my management's um passed away pets and she right. has them all from childhood which she keeps on the mantle over the fireplace so the irony is fantastic yeah a little that's a little heavy headed but, but we had a dog that passed away a couple years ago that that was the light of my life and my wife has suggested that and then my mom's like oh I would like part of that too. Like you can get like the, and I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean look, I, I, I miss that dog every day. Like Loki was just the best, but it's like, no, no, like, right. you know, you know, it's like, I, not, you know, it's like maybe, maybe I'll get his name tattooed on me, but I don't think I need to be carrying like, you know, the, the ashes of that. So along those lines, what is like the weirdest or the funniest thing that you've seen somebody put in a casket? Oh, I mean, you know, there's 
you know, card players get, you know, a, a chip, um, you know, the, the people of certain uh, disposition get uh, bottles of whiskey, you know, all that kind of stuff. Nothing- you, know, you know, we're putting a stake in your casket, right, Jock? <laughs> <laughs> It's it's in my heart. Yeah, no, it's, uh, but uh, you, you think of that. Have you ever seen the opposite side where like somebody's been like, I'm pretty sure grandpa wanted me to have that ring. So let me oh. just, let me just, you, you, you're making a face like you've dealt oh with my it. God. That all that shit is like, let me just say as a disclaimer to your, the audience and for the world to know, make a will specifically. Cause you know what? If there's something worth fighting over, people are probably gonna fight over it. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, who does yeah. that get ugly? It's like, and then it's like, you know, and we're kind of in possession of the thing in between. And it's like, I'm not deciding who gets but, what. But, right, right. But if somebody has like a ring on and, and, and right. the wife says, Oh, I want his wedding ring. And, and, and yeah, no, that's fine. That's her call. But what if, uh, yeah, but I like, guess that if there's be. no wife and both kids want it. Oh, ooh, gets ugly in a hurry. And speaking of ugly in a hurry, let me talk to you about Squarespace. No, I thought like that was a good <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I thought that was like a good podcast bridge. No, um uh there's so much beef in some interfamilial relations that there'll be calling hours that are uh five to seven and everybody clears out and then eight to oh. <laughs> Everybody, right they cannot be, imagine graham's dead and you guys can't be in the right. same room for two hours right, <laughs> right there's restraining order you know what and... i would rather have that than yeah. have jerry we have springer. the hatfield hour and then the right. mccoy I'd hour. i'd rather have that than the jerry springer show yeah. so yeah that's fine with me jerry Everybody. jerry <laughs> like yeah. just like oh my god i it's sad but like that, i mean yeah. That shouldn't come as a shock to anyone, right? And right, right, right. Things right. have devolved to the point that we have to have divided wakes because people fight so bad. But like, mm. what are you gonna do? You know. I... And what's the longest like number of days that people will, do? Do they just have a one, two day service, or you have you ever had one of those where somebody wants Grampy to lie in state for a week? I can't say we've had anyone lie in state in the. Uh, Leningrad <laughs> style of service. Um, most things are um, wake night before funeral morning of. That's the vast majority. Some people have a little wake the morning of and then go to the service. Um, in the day, like in the 70s, they would have, when my grandfather started, it would be two days. Like they would have six to eight one night, five to seven the next night, and then the funeral the next day. That wasn't unheard of. And then I just, I don't know, it's like a, there's a condensing of our time, you know? And I think that like, there's just more going on now. So there, people are less compelled to have these elongated services. And have you ever used your hearse a la Michael Keaton as a limo for proms? One of, it's funny you say that because one of my favorite days of the year and there, we didn't get to do it this year because there was no prom. But we do the mock. We do, we're the closing act of the mock car crash at the local high school, where they have two smashed cars and you know the girls laid out and da da da. And uh, at the end, we come in and they pronounce someone dead, and we come in and and put her in the thing and take her away in the hearse. And I can't say 
how much impact that that has, but it does make kids cry, which I take great pride in. <laughs> but that's just because you're not a good person. Right. I'm a jerk. But, and they haven't had any fatalities on prom night since we started doing it. So it hasn't hurt. Job. It has not hurt. So yep. I'm very happy about that. And, you know, it's, it's about, and that's like, that's so eighties, right? Like who, like, I'm sorry. If you get a DUI in 2021, you're just lazy. <laughs> right, you know, lazy. like if you're a sports figure or one of the, oh, like, especially like, you know, like, just oh, like if you're so a famous much, person, dude, you're so stupid. Like, like post Uber, like they'll tell you, uh, uh, get, 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 get your penis off the mic. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My back. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's like you can afford a tow. Like those guys have no excuse. There should be zero tolerance for that. Like, I can't. Uh, every time that happens, I am baffled. It's just like, guys, you're lazy, <laughs> or you're proud, or you're dumb. So you know? how, how so how many? Uh, am I using the right word? Like you know, funeral director, mortician. How many suits do you have? Do you rotate? Oh. And is it uh, all exactly the same? And it's just like it's like you, Superman. Yeah, you, you know, <laughs> right? Exactly. No, I probably have like I don't know like. I have, there's the, the suit that you wear to removals that you're not in love with anymore because things happen when you're on removals, it can get destroyed. And uh, those get rotated into, the ones that are the formal wear ones get rotated into being your removal ones as time goes on. So I probably have six or seven, I would say. And, you know, a ton of undershirts and there's one company tie. We all have the same tie. It looks nice when we're all standing together. Um are there any removal stories that you, that you want to share that were either historical or horrible? There is like, like, like as far as not like, you know, it's a person mangled from the thing, but like somebody right, who no. just, just didn't want Grampy to be taken out of the house, just couldn't bear to see Grampy go and just didn't yeah. want you to. First off, dogs do not like it when you go to take their own house. Oh, <laughs> oh I have been run down before. They uh, they do not. That's like that's it. the that's the Nicole Simpson thing. I think they had trouble with uh, the sure. the Akita that that was crazy, guarding right? the you know the body. Yeah, yeah. It's they do not care for that, and um, yeah. just like it's there's like these funny things that happen, and there's a thing where no one used to watch. Like we would come. This is kind of recent, honestly. No one would watch. Like we would come, they would leave the room. We'd do our thing and we would reappear out of the room. And now it's like people watch and it's, it's like, I don't know why they're watching. <laughs> like, I yeah, guess have they're you gonna, had any live streaming or anything? Like that? Right. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Have a Patreon? Right. They, um, <laughs> but Patreon. Like, there's a certain applied force that it takes to move this person. And it's like, it's not going to be comfortable for you to watch. So if someone mm -hmm. does come to pick someone up, just trust them. Right, right. Now uh, we, we, you know, when they There's came, that's going to make you feel better about us doing this. Like, like I said, <laughs> you don't have to watch. It's, you know, it's, it's kind of rough sometimes, especially if it's a bigger person. You know, you have to really pull, and it's like it's not going to make you feel good about yourself. So just go, go pop in the other room. You, you ever like yeah. pop a shoulder on them, like you know, you I hear just oh, something go. You. And you're like, and there's, there's that was that like that. That leg was like that. Why <laughs> did it do that? There's one hilarious thing that I can tell you. Did, uh, did Grampy have two ears when we showed up? <laughs> he sure did. They, um, you can always tell, I'd like, you know, it's Southern New England. So like not every road is very well lit. 
not every house is well marked. And you can usually tell which house the per- the deceased person is in by how many cars are parked outside because there's people there saying their last goodbye, comforting others, what have you. And this guy, I mean, we're, it, was, it was like two in the morning, suit up, go out. And we line up and this guy was at the end of the driveway of a house with like 13 cars, right? And he's doing the, he's doing the airline, waving us in, waving us in, right? Giving us the third base coach, waving us around. And we park and we get out and he looks right at my father and he says, you guys don't have the pizza. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <He was thrashed. laughs> so no. Wow. And, and then you got the giggles going into the right. House. Oh my God. It's still funny. We still talk about it. Like that shit was hilarious. Oh but God. then like the funny part is you get to the house with the actual person. It's the exact same scene. Everyone's up in the middle of the night having a, having a nightcap. As they wait the uh, await the final exit, the exodus. It was so funny. I'll never forget that. Do you have any uh, non non like dead shenanigans? Like, do you do you have any like dealing with prankster stories or anything of that nature? Dealing with um, silly teenagers, kind of. A- they um. It's funny you say that because um, there's a long ramp in the back that that's the loading dock for the caskets and how we get in and out with our stretchers. And at like every, once in a generation, the X Games <laughs> happens out there. <laughs> like the local kids just like start grinding on the thing, and it's like, and it's like, guys, like no, <laughs> like you can't, you can't you, let you it go. You have, you have surveillance. I love to let it go, but the first time you let it go, that you know, yeah. you give them an inch, they take a foot, right? Yeah. So it's just like, guys, get, the hell out get of off here. my lawn. <laughs> Can't be back. You, you got to get a high def camera because you know you might get good footage that you can oh put my on. God. Somebody eating it. Oh my yeah. God. Or it doesn't have to be. It could just be you know spectacular performances. But you know either way, it was so fun. Footage. Like every like every like so like every like eight years or so that happens. <laughs> they're like the right age and they're into extreme sports and there's a local ramp that they can use. So here they come. There you go. What's so the furthest, really Matt? What's the furthest you've had to go for a funeral? Uh, probably New Jersey, I would say. We Which exit? I'm sorry, that's you're not from Jersey. Never mind. <laughs> What's that? Which exit? Which exit? I'm, I went to Seton Hall, but I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what exit. <laughs> it was pretty far though, and um, yeah, and that's like another arduous thing that's become very arduous is um, processions. Like people get really mad at funeral processions. <laughs> it's like. Like you're gonna have one of these eventually. Like maybe have a little deference. What is what's a like the longest procession you've had, and what are the rules? How? Because why do they go so slow on the highway? There's no rules. There are no rules. There are no rules. It is Thunderdome. They um, (laughs) (laughs) they um. Because you know, if I'm gonna have a procession, it's gonna be Mad Max style, right? I mean, hello. Yeah. Be like, it can be hundreds. I mean, and they go slow to try and stay together. That's all it is like and try like all because like not everyone knows where they're going right especially if it's interstate and it's just like um, uh, it's one of like people get like so and like well the, we're like a small you know like the vast majority are between 10 and 16 cars it's not that much and people are blaring on their horns and like getting furious <laughs> it's like really like where do you have to be have you ever had one of these services where they thought yeah we're gonna have 50 people come in and it's like Ted, you know what I mean? It's just that one. Happen. But the inverse happens too. 
Yeah. And th- this is actually a great story. They, um, one of our good friends, actually, his, uh, one of his parents passed and. Off to a good was- start. Monster. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he's like, uh, they're like very well liked and they have a lot of friends and they're very, they have very public jobs and stuff. And like he, for some reason, he thought that no one was going to come. <laughs> and it was and like a lot of people yeah. showed up in the beginning of the service like a wow. lot of people showed up and he comes out and i'm in like the lobby so i catch a little bit of everything and he comes out and he's on the phone with the caterer and he's going cut the sandwiches in half oh, <laughs> not make more not make more cut the sandwiches in half that's awesome oh my god like negotiating to get more plates it was beautiful do you ever have like uh is is there is there like you know big farmer and and the family farms being bought up is there a big you know funeral home conglomerate or is it all mom and pop kind of but they're like limited in reach i would say like there's every city has like a one one that has like three locations to five locations maybe in like the greater area but there's not like a mcdonald's of funeral homes not yet anyway so so we'll wrap this up but i want to ask you give me like three or four four or five of the absolute dumbest oh my god everybody makes that joke joke about your profession everyone's dying to get in okay that's one yep the graveyard, sure. Oh, I want to have a house over there. The neighbors are quiet. Good. good. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Is like it's like post traumatic stress. You block them out. They uh... <laughs> a de- dead end job. You know, Matt's, Matt's oh got god. a dead end job. Yeah. Oh my god, that's such an old one. And um, you think there's any new ones? I mean, literally, when you said that's I mean, an old one, are there? Any... just like I. Th- think that's been tapped which is going to be the funny part about my act because people are like oh okay here comes the funeral guy but it's not really like that right. you know have you and then it's like oh do you sleep in a casket and that to which you answer what's the sleep number in a casket <laughs> that's awesome eternity have, <laughs> have you ever thought about dabbling in because you know there there are there are people who can probably be had with uh well, you should really go with this casket. It's anti-zombie proof. So if your loved ones come back. It comes with the armor. <laughs> we can lock it. Booby <laughs> trap. It's like a it's like the first act of an Indiana Jones. Right. You know, right. <laughs> top people. Um, so Matt, this was absolutely fantastic. Thank you for uh for, I for, appreciate you having thank me. Thank you so much. That for, was hilarious. For, for for making death such a fun and interesting. Well, and, but you know, funny, edu- you know, I think it was educational too. Yeah, try and be. Yeah. So let's have you back on when when we polish off the routines and and, may, and, oh, and, and maybe to. try it out. Um. So so this is Matt. Uh. You Wait, know, I just want to say one thing, please. Did you tell Biff what happened in our session this week? No, that we we never did anything because we just we went to do stand up and got stuck doing an hour of uh, Bill Belichick mid aughts decisions recap. <laughs> Like, it was a blast. Well, uh, you know, we did this as a favor to you, Biff, so that we won't re- spend the regular carnival personnel lamenting. Because I think, you know, Matt and I did a deep dive into the. Oh, we could go uh, off the rails with the best. It, it was it was the five worst losses in the Belichick Brady era, and we won't recap them here. Uh, we'll end on the high note of, of Matt. Thank you so very much. You're very welcome. Thanks so much. Anytime. Everybody else with all your morbid talk of dropping out.
Yeah.